Hi, everybody. Doug Miles along with uh, Don Henderson once again as we come to you on uh, Saturday. This is the uh, 29th of October. And, uh, Don, since we talked to you last week, first of all, congratulations on your uh, Phillies. Of course, Don was involved with the Phillies broadcast for many years, making the World Series. Well, I'll tell you, it was a real surprise uh, when you look at what happened during the regular season and to see uh, the Phillies now playing for a World Championship is really, really amazing. And I know you and I are going to chat a little bit about last night's game. They dropped behind five to nothing. Right against Verlander, and all of a sudden they win it in 10 innings, and uh, by a 6-5 to five score, a total, total surprise all the way around. Verlander has had such a tremendous record in the postseason. I believe he has, what, 17, 18 wins? He had 18 wins during the regular season. I think but, I mean, the postseason record, he's very good in the postseason yes, as well. But not in the but not in the World Series. Not in the World he's Series. He's 0-6. Right. Good in the playoffs, but yeah. not been... He was 0-6 going in. He had a chance to win last night. I had 5 nothing. And got knocked out. So uh, he's still 0-6. Has never won a World Series yeah. game. But, uh, again, he's going to be, at least I think, the Cy Young Award winner for the year in the American 18 and 4 on the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe he's around 37, 38 now. Nine. 39 now. Yep. Yeah. 39 so, years old. Great, great pitcher for Detroit. And then with Houston, went with them a few years ago. But, yeah, you figure that the matchup in game one, Verlander is going to be the guy that shuts him down. And they were. But uh, Phillies, uh, I tell you, Phillies are just playing incredible baseball. We talked about it last week after, uh, you know, they made the managerial change. And it really seemed like a switch. Yeah, Robbie Thompson has really done a terrific job since taking over for Joe. And uh, almost, in fact, yesterday's paper locally here, and nationally, uh, we talked about it two weeks ago, making a comparison between uh, Trader, uh, Trader Jack uh, with McKeon, uh, Miami right? and yeah, McKeon and what he did taking them to the World Series. And they have big articles this week in the papers all across the country about comparing, getting talking to him. He, he's 82 years old, I think, now. Oh, is he? Yeah. And uh, he talked about exactly the same thing. He said, you get to this stage... Keep going. Phillies have a great chance to win it. Of course, you were involved with the team going back to the kind of the glory years of the late '70s, and of course they win it in '80. Yeah. Uh, and again, they were in it later on, 2009. We got to see that with the Rays. Uh, how would you compare uh, this Phillies team to those? I mean, is it as talented, or I wouldn't say as talented, but maybe as good a team, right? I would agree with you. I think that obviously when you had Schmidt and Bowen, you know Boone and all the Steve Carlton. Uh, now, they do have good pitching. Wheeler's an outstanding pitcher. Nola's an outstanding pitcher. Uh, then they drop down a little bit, although the, the bullpen has really improved over the second half of the season, and their secondary and tertiary pitching has also improved. Suarez did a great job last night coming in in the sixth inning, and that's what's happened under Rob Thompson. Uh, they've really developed some players in that area. So uh, even though they're a great surprise, I, I wouldn't compare them to the 1980 team. I think the Phillies are one of the great teams of, of that era. Right. The Phillies team uh, that three Hall of Famers on that team. Sure. Yeah. And you were telling me before we went to, to breakfast, uh, a lot of people calling you from Philadelphia after the game to kind of get your thoughts. I mean, it must, they must be, I mean, Philadelphia's a great baseball town, obviously a great sports town, and uh, they must be going crazy up there. Yeah, and uh, that was what Trader Jack said uh, in the articles that he uh, that we've read over the last few days. You know, Philadelphia's <laughs> really a great, great sports town. Yeah. This proves it again. Of course, the Astros uh, sweeping the Yankees uh, during the week, and they looked unbeatable until last night. Uh, and, uh, of course, the Yankees, that's always news in New York. They're going to bring back the manager, Aaron Boone, and 
and Brian Cashman, they just announced that. I'm not sure Yankee fans up there are that thrilled about that, but uh, I guess not really a surprise they'd bring them back. They're still under contract. I think the writers were a little bit more surprised. I think they thought there'd be a little more time-consuming thinking about Cashman especially. Right. Uh, but they're in a bad situation. He's been there 20 years. He's gotten them in the playoffs almost every year. Hasn't won since, what, 59? Uh, 2009. 2009. Uh, but... Uh, you know, there was a lot of conjecture from the writers whether uh, Cashman was going to. But uh, Hank Steinbrenner said two days ago, we extended Boone's contract at last year. He's got two more years to go. I see no reason to make a change. And then yesterday he affirmed the fact that Cashman was going to come back as well. Of course, the other big story is with Judge, free yes. agent now after that tremendous season this year. Uh, does he want to come back, first of all, because he can pretty much write his own ticket? Yeah. Or will the Yankees want to spend that kind of money to keep him? John Heyman in the post, a couple of stories, John, said there's no way that he thinks the Yankees can possibly let uh, Judge go to another team. Mm. But he also said in the same one of the same columns that the Yankees are going to have to spend probably $146 million more than the $230 million they spent this year right. in order to be competitive in the future. So uh, whether the Steinbrenner family will go for that, he compared the fact that they had bought the team from CBS years ago for $10 million, million and now it's worth $5 billion. Right. <laughs> so he said they shouldn't be claiming we don't have enough money to pay. They got the money, just whether they want to spend it. Whether they want to spend it yeah, or not. Yeah. But I, I would guess Judge, his agents are going to ask for $50 million a year. I, don't you think? I'm, I'm, he's going to ask for, I think he's going to ask for 40, between 40 and 50. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. If you're giving Scherzer a pitcher who was 38, 37 when he got the contract for 43, yeah. and Judge has that 60-plus home run year, yeah. and he's they're going to ask for close to 50. Yeah, yeah he's 30. Uh, so I, to me, I would prefer if they're going to sign him, and I'm, I'm, I agree with you, I think they are in the end, and John Heyman says the same thing. <clears throat> I think the thing there is, Sign it for a shorter period of time and give him more money. Don't give him a ten-year contract. I would he, say no more than five. Yeah, because then he'd be forty years old. That he'd be, you know, what's he going to do? You got an Albert Hull situation, yeah. possibly. Yeah, the last three or four years, you're just writing off. Yeah, so that's the interesting story there. Of course, Dusty Baker. We mentioned it last week's show, Don. Uh, uh, story in the Post this week. Uh, no matter what happens, they say he wants to come back, uh, manage one more year, or at least one more year. Yes, he does. He's never won a World Series game, and they spent a lot of time talking about that leading up to the Philly series, that this may be his chance now to, with the best team, uh, in the case of uh, the, uh, the uh, Astros being the best team going in, but then last night he lost the first game. So And at home. And at home. So it's going to be difficult for he will just have to sit back and wait and see. Yeah, there's been some strange things <laughs> that have happened as Dusty oh. uh, managing the World Series. I mean, yeah. people know just from... History. San Francisco, uh, Cincinnati. I mean, every time he's gotten there. Cubs in the playoffs. I mean, uh, this, tough, tough situations. Yeah, so you, you wish him luck there. <laughs> At least the rest of the world would. Yeah. I wish the Phillies luck. but <laughs> I I'd wish. like to see the Phillies win. I mean, just uh, <laughs> after that complete turnaround. It's good right. to see a team be able to do that. Puts the Astros, the people, you know, still believe they cheated, and they did. <laughs> but, I mean, they still have that stink of the cheat with them. Yeah. I don't think anybody's rooting for Houston other than people in Houston. Yeah, and, but... Uh, it's going to be a good series. We'll see what happens tonight. Uh, as I say, the Phillies stole one last night. Yeah. And whether that's going to be good enough to get them off to a great You've start. You've got the home field back now. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Of course, the other news in baseball, a guy we uh, got to cover quite a bit down here when he was manager of the Orioles. Congratulations to uh, Buck Showalter, uh, National League Manager of the Year with the Mets. 
Yeah, he did a great job with the New York Mets. Unfortunately, uh, the personnel sort of fell apart for him in the playoffs. But as you said, he did a terrific, terrific job. Uh, <clears throat> you know, was in a position to win the National League East, lost it by a game to the Braves, <clears throat> then, of course, got knocked out uh, in the playoffs. But his uh, total uh, bank of work during the course of the year was outstanding. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next year with the Mets, uh, their owner. Got a basically uh, bottomless wallet, right? Bottomless pockets. So he's going to spend more money and see what the Mets do. Well, I mean, yeah. they really can compete now with the Yankees as far as spending the money. Yeah, you know, the money's not going to be a problem. But uh, one of the big questions is DeGrom. How much uh, things have really changed in the right. last week? Everybody was, you know, thinking DeGrom is one of the great pitchers. But he's 33 years old. And he didn't finish he the, the season strong. Down. And he hasn't pitched in three years or a full season. So to talk about giving him... You know, they're talking now in terms of 15 to $20 million right. in a shorter three, maybe three years or something like that. He wants 40000000 million. He wants to get, you know. He wants Scherzer money. Yeah, that's exactly what he wants. But he's got no track record to, uh, to substantiate that. So I think he's making a mistake if he, uh, and he still may wind up with the Mets, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, interesting. Moving on to, uh, again, down here in Tampa Bay, uh, Buccaneers have been in the news, not just for their on the field, but uh, if you follow the quarterback, Tom Brady's personal life, again, I was surprised, Don, I mean, I don't really care about the divorce thing, it's a terrible thing to anybody to go through, but that divorce is finalized already. I was, I was surprised amazed. how fast that was. I, I, did, I asked my wife, I really have no idea about divorces, but I asked, uh, I couldn't imagine how quickly it was taken. Yeah, like a week. Yeah, Same. I thought you had to go to Mexico or something to get the. Do it that fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, it was well. Let's say probably six weeks, seven right. weeks. That's it. But they just hired settled. the lawyers maybe two weeks ago, and all of a sudden they announced yesterday. Yeah. No, I mean it's a sad thing. Obviously, you know, it's real life, but you know that's what's been in the news. And you know, he's not playing badly, but the team's playing very badly and awful uh, on. Uh, yeah. Now they had a little bit of offense later in the game, but yeah. they still fell apart against yeah. Baltimore. They've they had now, a lead in that game. They've they now lost three games in a row, and they've lost at home. And uh, now they got the Rams. Yeah, so it's going to be very, very difficult for them. <clears throat> you and I talked about it week after week. How do you, you know, how do you take that personal life out of your, yeah. out of your football? Maybe life? now that it's over, he'll settle down, and you we'll won't see. hear much about the, you know, yeah, the wife uh, telling me doesn't <clears throat> want him to play. But who knows? But uh, yeah, you're right. That's and a guy, of course, the coach Todd Bowles, <laughs> you know well from uh, when he did the Temple games. Uh, you almost feel bad for a guy like that because when he does the post game. Uh, you know, he's, no, he's one of those coaches that doesn't give you much, you know. So no. None of them really do, but he really just he's not a kind pers- of a, not a deadpan. Per- not deadpan. a personality no. guy. And, and he's taking the heat because, you know, <coughs> Arians goes upstairs and now he takes over and the team's not very good. And he says the same things, you know, we've, we've got to play better, we got to tackle better, we got to all the basic things that they all say. But unfortunately, here's a guy that got his second opportunity. Uh, he right after the took Jets. over the Jets, and they went to the playoffs the first year he was there. And then, with lack of talent, they went right down the hill. Now, uh, with all the controversy about making black, more black coaches, and he moves up, goes right in, gets the head coaching job for a team that has been to the Super Bowl and well into the playoffs. And now, they're going to struggle to win their own, uh, you know, their own division. Yeah, it's a weak division, so they, they're yes. going to have to get in the playoffs by winning the division. Yeah, they have. A, they still have a shot because the other teams are all five and or, you know, basically 500 teams. Yeah. Under 500. Yeah, so uh, he, he, they have a shot, but it's not, not good right now. You know, they have the Rams, and they got to go overseas <coughs> the week after. Yes. I think it's in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. It's I, I not think, a London game. I think you know, it's Germany. I'm not sure. Either know. way, and then they get the bye week. 
Yeah. So it's not an easy road. But anyway, that's what's going on as far as uh, the NFL. Of course, so we'll wrap up just talking again about USF, which uh, I'm an alum, and I've been following covering them for a while. But uh, they're in Houston today, noon game as we uh, record this. But uh, they're 17.5-point underdogs. So they're starting quarterback. We mentioned last week Bohannon is out for the year. Uh, they're relying on a sophomore now, uh, Catravis Marsh, who was a, a very successful quarterback in high school in Miami, but has not played much this year. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, <clears throat> as you said, a lot of pressure. Can they recruit? Can they hold a coach? Uh, we'll see what happens. The big game today for me is Ohio State-Penn State. That's, that's that the gets underway about an hour from right now. I'm really looking forward to that. I don't think Penn State can beat Ohio State. I think they're the best team in the country. But maybe they can keep it within the point spread. That's kind of the old school Keith Jackson, or even going back to before that, what, Kirk Gowdy? And uh, those guys used to do that game every yeah. year, right? Yeah. It should be a terrific game. Ohio State, I think, is just a little bit too good for them. So that'll be uh, what's going on there. But that'll wrap it up for this week. Next week we'll uh, have a better idea. Maybe the series will be over. I guess it will be over, the World Series. Cause yeah. It, it does go into November this year. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> For Don Henderson, I'm Doug Moss. Thanks, thanks for watching, everybody.